What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of The Couch. Uh, obviously, my voice is very messed up right now. I was supposed to do a Clippers segment with Jordan and talk some college football, but I literally can't talk for that long. Um, so I'm going to try and come back later in the week once my voice is healed. Coming up in the show, though, Swick and Jordan recap a pretty interesting week of NFL, and they talk about some of the stuff that happened with that. And later in the week, they're going to come on again, talk NFL. Hopefully we can do an NBA mega segment to make it up for everyone. But they're, they're right on cue. My voice starts to go. So without further ado, here is Zwick and Jordan. Welcome back to the couch, everybody. I am joined by Zwick and Butsy. Uh, we just watched a phenomenal NFL Sunday. Some of the best games we've had so far this season. Some super exciting games came down to the wire. Some last-minute field goals. Uh, Zwick is sad as Bengals lost. Butsy and I are happy the Patriots lost. So we got a lot to talk about. Zwick, we're going to start with your power rankings. Let's let's get into it. So number 10, first appearance on the power rankings, the Houston Texans. Hey, here we go. Number 9, Jags. 8, Lions, seven, Dolphins, six, Bengals, five, Cowboys, four, 49ers, three, Ravens, two, Chiefs, and one, Eagles. So mm. most of these teams are on by this week. Not most, yeah. but four of them. So it's it's spicy, to say the least. I yeah. Think. Talk to me about the Texans. How, what what did they do to crack your uh, <laughs> to crack your top ten this week? Besides break your heart into a thousand pieces, <laughs> dude. I don't think I like that game had me sitting on my couch just staring at like staring mindlessly at the other games, like the four o'clock games when it ended, just like not saying anything. I just didn't have anything. It was just so heartbreaking. CJ Stroud confirmed really good at football. Um, really good at placing the ball wherever wherever he wants the ball to be. And fucking Noah Brown just decided to have 170-something yards against the Bengals, and the secondary was awful. They gave up, like, I think at least three or four third and ten-plus conversions in, like, the first half. And they just played horrible. Chidobi Awuzie played terrible. Nick Scott was terrible. So... Secondary is a little concerning, um, but CJ Stroud is easily that guy. He's going to be a problem. Um, I think we already knew that, but I think it's confirmed now. I don't love all this like MVP talk. I don't think he's going to win MVP. Um, I don't really think he should be considered for MVP, but I think he's probably the offensive rookie or lock now. And yeah, he's he's CJ Stroud, the Texans. Um, we talked about them being. Last week we talked about them being a elite playoff contender next year, and they might be a playoff contender this year. They're definitely a playoff contender. Uh, yeah. I think the MVP talk kind of stems from no one else really separating themselves. Yeah. I think through five weeks, like it, it could have been Purdy if you're looking at stats. Um, it maybe was Lamar at some point, I think, but now it's like it's totally up in the air. I don't know who it would be today. Would it would it be Lamar? Mahomes is the favorite. Uh, the betting favorite, so like that's kind of crazy because he ha- he doesn't have num- like do his numbers even stack up to no Lamar and like Stroud I don't know but uh, who did you kick off the rankings for to put in the Texans? Um, I believe the it Lions. Was, no, it was the Bills. 
Uh, the Bills are off. The first week, the Bills are not left them on. Off. We'll have to see how they play tonight against the Broncos. What's the spread for that game? Seven. Over-under is 47. Seven. Ooh. Like Broncos plus seven. Mm. Broncos mm. plus seven is spicy for you? You like it? I I kind of I don't think the Broncos are as bad as we think they are. No, I think they are. No, I, I very much think that they're absolutely horrible. You, I, but, but the Bills aren't that good either. Yeah, the Bills are really bad too. Um, yeah, I I don't I don't really have a qualm with you leaving the Bills off. I mean, they're five and four. The season yeah. ended right now. They're not even in the playoff picture. Neither yeah. the Bengals. But how no, crazy no. is it that if the season ends today? Neither of, the, neither of those teams would be in the playoffs. It's nuts. It makes sense for the Bengals because they had a significant injury to their best player. But, yeah, the Bills are just not in a good spot. Uh, I do have them in a teaser tonight, so though, so I'd love them to win. Where where the Lions falls, Wick? Because that was kind of an interesting team from last week that kind of got bumped down, I think. And now the Lions they, got, they had a pretty good win. At eight? Okay. I mean, I, I want to talk about the Lions Chargers? Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's I, I hear a lot of people talk about the Lions as legit contenders, and I think they're like second tier. I would not have them with like Casey, Philly, San Francisco, and Cincinnati. I would probably say the Ravens are in there yeah. for me. Yeah, and Cincinnati. Definitely <laughs> not Cincinnati, but to your point, Jordan, <laughs> like I there's a few there's a few major glaring issues with the Lions that a lot of these tier one contenders don't have, in my opinion. I think it's the defense. I think their defense is very shaky. Um, yes, the Chargers' offense is good, but I mean, they literally couldn't stop anybody or anything yesterday. It was a phenomenal game to watch as a fan. But if you're a Lions fan, you're happy what you came with the win, but you do have some major questions about your defense. And also, I think Dan Campbell going forward on every fourth down, I think, is finally going to come back and bite him in the ass. I think it's going to come and bite him in the ass in a game that matters too which I think is going to suck because my preseason prediction was for the Lions to win a playoff game, which looks solid right now. But I think those, you know, running it on fourth and five is absurd. Uh, and then going for it on fourth and goal on the one-yard line, two drives in a row, is nuts. Um, so, you know what? They got the win. You, you know, you can't really say much for a team that gets a win, but just there, there is a gap between the Tier 1 and Tier 2 contenders, in my opinion. Like, I think it's Tier 1 has a legit chance than everybody else. You can say that they're a fun team to watch and that they might give one of those teams a game, but I don't really see anyone besides the team that we listed winning the Super Bowl this year. I like the take. I like the uh, Dan Campbell's balls. Of all right, all right, all right. All right. Bite him. Let, me, let me jump in here. So if Cincinnati makes playoffs, you're telling me they're <laughs> they're, they're They're not. They're not the way I, they're playing right now. CJ Stroud think... just lit you guys up. All right. Okay. All right. Let me give you this hypothetical. Listen to this. If if the Bengals say they get in, they're the seventh seed. No one wants to play the Bengals as the seventh seed. Correct. Where do they go? That's all I'll say. Where do they go? <laughs> that was the hypothetical. Yeah. Who do they That's go not... play? The hypothetical is they make the playoffs. Okay. So let's let's say let's say well okay, but I'm saying like. If they sneak in the seven, I mean, it wouldn't really be sneaking in, but say they're a seven seed and they would have to play like at Baltimore. I like Baltimore. Baltimore's playing so much better like, right we'll, now. We'll see on Thursday, but I, I just, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm biased. I don't know. I think the Bengals can potentially win it. I just would still have them in a different tier right now. 
Um, I would too. Baltimore is better. Yeah, they are. They are. Despite the loss, we'll talk about that after. But despite the loss, they're probably the best team in the AFC. Eh. Well, there's there's a lot of season left, so like the Bengals can easily jump up to that tier. But they have, I mean, Higgins is hurt, and they they have real injury concerns. No matter they how do. good they are, like how good the roster is. So, um, boy, didn't actually, bring his hands on Sunday either. Yeah, that was tough. Uh, shut up, dude. No, not not <laughs> funny. Kind of funny. Okay. Kind of yeah. funny. Way too soon. <laughs> Should have won the game, actually. Well, um, Mac Jones threw it to the other guy. So, wow, good, good, good. really we're <laughs> proud. We're proud he did that because now it's another one. Let's see. Uh, okay, can we talk about how how no. fucking funny that. Okay, but it's very funny that Bill Belichick or whoever's decision it was to put in Bailey Zappi for a two minute drill. What about the uh, the fake spike? Season. The fake spike pick? Yeah, what? That was ridiculous. Phenomenal <laughs> decision. I I really like the direction this franchise is headed. I don't know what, like, why we thought Zappi was just going to come in and, and yeah. two minute drill us down the field. Like, I get <laughs> it if you put him in like with like a few drives left, right? But just to come in and have to throw in like a. I think it was like less than a minute left. No timeouts. I mean, oh my yeah, god! Yeah, weight of the world on your shoulders. Maybe Belichick's starting to realize we should tank. Maybe that was on purpose. Yeah, maybe, yeah. I don't know. Do we do we have the Belichick talk? Uh, do you right. have it? Do you guys want to have it? <laughs> what do you think, Zwick? I think we should have it too. I I I think. I mean, who like who who. What player in the draft besides Christian Gonzalez? I'll give him that. What player in the draft since like 2017 has Bill Belichick hit on? Well, name Duggar, maybe. Cool strange. I, he's he's hit on a quite a few defensive players. Uche's pretty good. I mean, the defense is good. He can't draft defense is, um, offensive defense guys. Defense is pretty good, but. And I'm not even talking about drafting, really. That's not like the main point of it. I just think it, that's his track record is like horrible at drafting. I just think it's like time. I just think it's time for like a culture change. Um, I think it just needs to be over. Um, I think they need a younger mind in there, a more offensive mind to run the show because the offense is clearly the issue and the defense is very banged up. So I won't like put that on them, but. The offense is horrible. I mean, like they we held the Colts to six, to ten points. I mean, we scored yeah. six points. We can't. I mean, the thing is, like I the the game is completely shifting from being able to win with elite elite defense and and a mediocre offense to now having to need like you need English is hard. You now need a high flying offense to win games and win Super Bowls. Um, and right now the Patriots aren't even smelling uh they're not even off the ground you want to talk about a flying offense they're not even off the ground they're they're under the ground probably um so <laughs> I, I like i want to complete rehaul this team realistically um i know the rumor mill has been swirling about bill after this game in particular that he could get fired in the next week i don't think that's going to happen i think you let him play the season out and then you make a decision because you know after that loss and the way our offense looked I realistically think the Patriots may only have one or two wins left in them this whole season. And if yeah. Bill Belichick goes four and 13 this year, after everyone's saying this is Mac Jones's year and all the shit that's happened in the last four years with him wanting Brady out and Kraft wanting Brady and, you know, 
Kraft really giving the reins to Bill and saying, you know, you better not fuck this up. And he kind of fucked it up. Y you got, you have to have the discussion. I don't care about a fucking coaching record, right? Like I, I want, I want what's best for the franchise. And I don't think Bill is in the picture right now. Okay. Here's my take. We have a bye. Then we have the giants. I think that's a win. I think we're at I think three it's a wins. Loss. You think the giants are going to beat us? Off of why why would you say that anybody can't beat us? I mean, the Giants just the Giants they're horrible. Are so bad. Where is it? It's at it's at MetLife. Oh, should we go? <laughs> <laughs> should we go? We could go. We could go. Wait, the we Giants the are, I think the Giants are the worst team in football right now. Yeah, right. they probably are with Tommy DeVito. Yeah. That guy blows. That guy blows real bad. But they also, so, the receivers are terrible. We have the Giants, we have the Broncos, and we have the Jets as easy teams left on our schedule. At best, we're at five wins. At worst, we're at probably three. I, I'm standing by my take that I think he should stop being the GM, and I think we need to bring in someone to draft offensive players. And let me give you a, a little NBA comparison here. Mm. Greg Popovich. Oh, I just mm -hmm. knew as soon mm -hmm. as you said it. I knew where you were going <laughs> with it. Legendary NBA coach, five championship rings, dynasty from the late 90s to the early 2000s, all the way into the 2010s, like a 20-something year, maybe 15-year dynasty in San Antonio. Then all the guys, Tim Duncan, Manu, and Tony Parker, they all retired. Does that sound a little bit like Brady, Gronk, and Edelman maybe leaving, retiring? I don't know. Could be. Um, then... They go no, into, you know, no, some don't. down years. They go into some down years. The Spurs go into some horrible years, okay? And everyone says, has, is it time for Coach Pop to go? Has he lost his fire? How can he coach these horrible teams? He just doesn't look like he has the same intensity anymore. And guess what happens, Wick? Guess no. what happened last year? The San Antonio Spurs land the number one draft pick for a generational <laughs> prospect in Victor <laughs> Wembanyama. Remind you of anyone coming out of NCAA college football right now? Maybe they're Caleb not going to get the first uh, pick. I, I don't know. They could. They could. <sighs> they could. I'd like to see. I'd like to see uh, the Spurs go get another Manu, uh, another Tony Parker, and yeah. another no, uh, listen, fucking Tiago about, Splitter. Give me a Tiago Splitter. It's not about the Spurs <laughs> winning championships. It's about Greg Popovich and how no one's saying a word about it, and how everybody said Wembenyama went to the perfect place. That's what it'll be if Caleb Williams goes to the Patriots. I, I disagree. I disagree. It'll be. The you want to know why I disagree? I disagree. I, dis I disagree for a couple reasons. One, in the NBA, are there really like strictly offensive versus defensive minds, or is it kind of just a real like a head coach who kind of can you know has has knowledge about everything, right? Like right. I think the intricacies of football and the designs and the play calling and the game planning and all that is very offensive and defensive. Minded, like I don't think you can do one and the other. Bill Belichick does defense, right? That's his thing. He's had a great defense for twenty five fucking years. We've had a great defense. Now we have we're gonna bring in a quarterback who plays offense. Remind you, quarterbacks are, they throw the ball, they score points. Okay, who's he can't coach him? Who are you gonna bring in to coach? Yes, he him? can. He okay. He's a no. defensive-minded Tom Brady coach. was the offense. But yes, he can coach. He coaches offense, too. Like, he does a lot of things. He's a head coach of a dynasty. He worked with Brady all the time. He was absolutely fundamental in Brady's development. Like, there's no question about it. So, I think it would be great. Um, I think all of the talks 
about Bill, Je- Bill Belichick would change if the Patriots get the pick. It would it would change to should Bill Belichick retire to wow. How long is Bill Belichick going to stay around and coach up Caleb Williams? How how good are they going to be before Belichick has to retire because he's like eighty years old? Also, also, how many guys are on a basketball court? Five. How That's many five. are on a football field? Eleven. On both on on both sides of the ball. Okay, so you have twenty two twenty two starters compared to one. You're saying that one like I don't, I just don't see. Uh, yes, different. I think it's a it's a huge step in like a right direction for the franchise. But I don't think Bill can surround Caleb Williams with enough fucking talent to do no, so. To make I don't good. All I'm saying is, I think this narrative changes. I, I just, and I think it's similar because people said it wasn't the same level with Pop because no one really cares if you're terrible in the NBA in the regular season if your team's bad. Um, but like, people were kind of like, should he just retire? Like, what's the point of this? And then they get he, they get Wemby, and everyone's like, this is perfect. Perfect fit. I just think it's very Pop different. should never retire. I just think it's very different, in my opinion. Like That's fine. I, I, I That's think fine. it like, is different. I mean, it's a different sport. It right, and I just don't. I don't trust Bill to to build a team around Caleb Williams. Like Tom Brady became the system. He became the system. We got lucky that fucking Edelman and Amendola and Chris Hogan were, were like <laughs> our three best receivers. We had Brandon LaFell score a touchdown yeah, he in bad. a fucking Super Bowl. He was good. <laughs> He was, he was, yeah, like you never heard of these guys. Tom Brady made guys you'd never heard Look, of become household names. My only point, and it's not that I think Belichick is doing a great job by any means. I think he's clearly not as good as he was, you know, uh, even a couple years ago. But I don't think he's entirely gone. I don't think all of the great stuff that he's accomplished and proven to us that he can do is just all of a sudden evaporated into thin air. Like he's still a fantastic defensive coach. And, I, I don't know. I just – I don't think you fire that guy. I think there's a lot worse coaches, and I put a lot more of this on Mac Jones and the weapons. Mainly Mac Jones. Mac Jones is horrible at football. Let's just – Who drafted Mac Jones? Belichick. Mm-hmm. I, I think he shouldn't be the GM anymore, and I'm with you. If he – if Kraft can't do the whole, hey, you're just the coach thing, then fine. Get rid of him. That's okay. I'm fine with that. All right. I think that I think that I think that wraps up. You guys, you guys think you guys think you would rather like if you had the option for Belichick to just be the coach, or be completely fired. You would choose completely fired. Yeah, yeah. I oh I, man, I just think it's time. Like he had his run; it was great. It was a whole dynasty, six rings, whatever. But like, it just it's clearly not working now. You have like if something's not working in the league, you change it. Mac Jones is not working. They will not have Mac Jones on their roster next year, or at least not starting next year. So if it's not working, you got to switch it up. I think Mac Jones is, is only part of the issue though, Zwick. I know. I agree. No, I, I, I definitely agree too. He's only a piece of a huge offense who, yeah, offensive line was banged up early, but he's nobody to throw the ball to. He has no he's literally no one to throw the ball to. And whose fault is that? It's bills. Like it, like that's why it's, you know, he brought in all these guys and, Decided to give him, you know, whether Mac Jones sucks. I mean, he obviously sucks, but it doesn't help that he has no one to throw the ball to. Like, that doesn't help either. And your O-line is hurt and isn't playing up to expectations. That's on the GM. That's yeah. on Bill. All right, we've talked too much about this 2-8 and eight abysmal football. Let's team. talk a little Browns-Ravens. Yes. Yeah, that's what we say. Um, Browns, they were down 31-17 at one point. Um, I had the Browns plus 6.5 this weekend. 
And by God, was that one of the biggest sweats of my life because the Browns uh, muffed a punt down seven and proceeded to hold the Ravens to a third and goal, which they got to stop, but there was a defensive holding and then proceeded to do the same thing again three plays later. So the Browns almost sent me into oblivion this weekend, but man, that what a fucking greedy win for the Browns and a statement win, in my opinion, Zwick. I agree. Um, Deshaun looked really good in the second half. Um, probably the best I've ever seen him play for the Browns. Um, obviously, the first half wasn't so great. He threw the pick six, whatever. But he looked really good in the second half, and the Browns' rushing attack looked really good. Drum Ford had 17 for 107. And the Ravens got stagnant on offense again, which we've seen them do in these big games, in these shootouts, where they get up big, we know their track record when they get up big. They tend to blow these games. Remember the Dolphins game last year? Remember the Giants game a couple of years ago? Remember the Jaguars game? Like they have been, they have a knack to blow these leads. And I, it's part of the reason why I'm not totally sold on them. I'm not totally sold on this offense. I mean, Lamar had two interceptions in the second half, and that was that was pretty much a difference maker. I mean, the Browns got the stops when they needed them. The big pick six. I know you can say whatever um, if that was Lamar's fault or not, but at the end of the day, they turned the they turned the ball over and the Browns got points. So I'm not in, super impressed with the Ravens' offense. I mean, they almost made no effort to get their best player, Mark Andrews. Well, second like best player, Mark Andrews, involved. He only had four targets, and I just I don't understand not getting their best players the ball. I mean, Keaton Mitchell had a carry. He had one carry in the first half, and it was 34 yards. And it was, sorry, it was a 34-yard touchdown. And then for the rest of the game, he had finished with three carries. So I just yeah. don't get that. I don't get it. And that's on coaching. Um, Harbaugh seems to do this, and I just don't understand. Yeah, it is a weird tendency that a really good ha- team has to like kind of weirdly blow leads and especially for this team who a couple of years ago you look back and when they got up it was impossible for the teams to win games because they would just chew clock I mean they could get first downs on like three yards four yards four yards five yards four yards and it was like these long devastating drives that end in touchdowns and just chew up like seven minutes of the clock um, they did not do that yesterday I also think the defense maybe – I don't know. I don't know what happened. Like, yes, Deshaun played great, but everyone talked about these two defenses, honestly, as the best two defenses, maybe San Fran and Philly right in there with them um, in the league, and they certainly didn't play that way yesterday. So I still think the Ravens are top tier, um, but they definitely need to figure out uh, just how to get back to, like, their identity of running the ball down people's throats and closing out games because I don't know if they'll ever be a team – that is going to be, you know, super explosive and be able to come back from 14 down. But they have to be, they have to be a team that can win when they're up 14 and just put teams away. It was a bad game yesterday. I'm not super worried about it. Um, I think they're going to figure it out and they'll, I, I think they get to the AFC championship. That's my my take on the Ravens. But see, what did you see yesterday? Yeah, I mean, you guys summed it up pretty well. I thought the Ravens went stagnant. Um it was weird because it looked like they were kind of doing whatever they wanted to for the majority of the game. Like Zay Flowers just seemed to be open every snap, every drop back. Um, I'm going to give credit to the Browns defense, though. I will say 
they got a lot of pressure on Lamar in the second half. I don't know what second half adjustments. Is it Stefanski? Is he still the coach? It's Kevin Stefanski? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what adjustments he made at halftime, but they got a lot more pressure on Lamar in the second half. Um, Their defense actually single-handedly took points off the board for the Ravens uh, by sacking Lamar and putting him out of field goal range for a couple drives. So I thought the Browns' defense in the second half was spectacular. Um, And the weird thing is, if the Browns didn't muff the punt and they were playing playing really well on both sides, like, they could have won this game by a touchdown. You know? Yeah. And they missed an extra point. They missed an extra point, and then the Ravens had to, sh- like, struggle. They ran seven plays inside the five-yard line and, and yeah. barely scored on, like, the seventh. So, um, yeah, I-, I thought the Browns' defense really stepped up in the second half. Um, and then, like Zwick said, uh, Deshaun Watson looked really good. Um, he was finding Amari Cooper a lot. Elijah Moore was everywhere yesterday. Uh, you know, that, that combined with a good run game kept their offense on the field for a long time, was able to put pressure on the Ravens' defense, uh, and they broke them. So credit to the Browns. I mean, I think this is more of a statement win for the Browns. Like, I'm not – like you guys said, I'm not really worried about the Ravens. Uh, I still think that they're in a good spot and they're going to make noise in the playoffs. But statement win for the Browns. I mean, they, like, the Browns are might be one of the most interesting teams in the NFL. Come yeah, playoff time. It's all about Deshaun to me for the Browns. And That's I – I, Agree that he played great. I think did he even miss a throw in the in the second half? No, he was like he didn't look like it. Dude. He was fourteen for fourteen in the second half, which is absurd. Uh, I don't think that keeps up. I think I'd, whatever happened to him, like taking two years off of football, it's really hard to come back from that. Clearly, I don't think yesterday he just all of a sudden snapped out of it. I think he probably got into a rhythm for for you know that second half. But I don't see this Browns team going super far. They're a team that though can beat anyone i just don't see them being able to run the table um or going super deep i want to play a game with you guys bill simmons did this yesterday one of our inspirations he did this for the whole slate and he it's like was it a better was it a great win or was it a terrible loss and i just want to do it for this one game niners jaguars was this a great win for the niners or a horrible loss for the jaguars zwick Mm, that's a good one. Uh, I think it was a horrible loss for the Jaguars. Um, they just like the Jaguars have to prove themselves as contenders. Obviously, they won't have to go through the Niners in the playoffs, but if they're gonna prove themselves as contenders, you can't put up three points against an elite team like the 49ers, and you can't, you know, give up 34. So I think it's a horrible loss for the Jags. I think maybe they're on fraud watch now. Um, I don't, I wouldn't put them there yet, but putting up three points and losing by 31 at home against a team that's been struggling is pretty bad to me. Bouty. Yeah. For the, like the reason you said at the end, I'm going to take the opposite. I think this team was struggling. I think this was a great win for the Niners. Like, I think they were struggling big time. They needed this bye week to reset. Uh, Purdy looked great. And I'll tell you, man, that front, those front seven, I mean, fucking Bosa and Chase Young are a fucking issue. Like, they are in the backfield every goddamn snap. One of them or both of them. Uh, they Bosa, they both had a great game, but Bosa played unbelievable. Um, I thought their offense looked good again. Uh, Debo's back, healthy. Kittle had a great, uh, great touchdown where Brock Purdy was under pressure and put a perfectly placed ball for Kittle. Um, Ayuk was a monster too. So, I, I like, I think that this... They really needed this. 
um, after losing, was it three in a row before the bye? Yeah. Yep. They lost three in a row before the bye, and I think they needed that game as a, you know, the bye was a reset. This is the get right game, and it shouldn't have been. Uh, they took advantage of it, and, you know, they came out and they put up a fucking incredible performance. Um, so I'm going to go. That was a great win for the Niners. I am going to agree with Butsy. I'm not going to repeat anything he said. I do think it was a great win, and I think the main reason is because Purdy needed this really bad. Purdy, th- there was a lot of noise about Purdy. Three straight losses um, and a couple horrible games, a couple really bad throws, uh, bad picks that cost them. But I want to talk about the Jags. They've beaten the Colts, the Falcons, the Bills, the Colts, the Saints, and the Steelers. None of those teams impressed me. Like, even the Bills, which at the time seemed like a really great win, maybe maybe it wasn't. The Patriots beat the Bills. Everybody's beaten up on the Bills now. The Jets could beat the Bills. Uh, the Giants could have beat the Bills if they maybe got a favorable call at the end. So, I, I think this Jags team might be more than fraud watch. I think I'm, I'm close to calling them frauds here. And Trevor Lawrence has not had the season that I predicted him to. He has not really taken the leap into elite quarterbacking. Um, we'll see if he does. But for now, I, I'm concerned about the Jags. I don't see them being the level of, I don't know, team that we thought they were. I agree. Agreed. Uh, all well right. Said. Do we want to go anywhere else? Yes. Let's go to um, – which one was it? Which one was it? Let's go to um, Giants-Cowboys. Let's talk about the Cowboys. Do we have to? Yes, we do. We do. <laughs> okay. Uh, Let's talk Cowboys. So some some people on this podcast, I won't I won't name names, but some people really hate Dak Prescott and think he's mm-hmm. bad at football. Um, oh, it's you. Yeah, it's you, Butsy. You're pointing to yourself. Yep. I just remember it is you. So um, yep. I don't know if you saw Dak Prescott's stat line yesterday, but he had five touchdowns, okay. um, 400 yards. And Great. they they want I, I okay you say it's inferior competition the Giants are horrible they stink but he looked great against Philly too does Philly stink no Philly Philly confirmed does not stink that's fact. okay all right all right so I think we should talk about Dak if we're gonna talk about MVP conversation I think we got to talk about Dak I don't think he's gonna win it over guys like Lamar Hurts Mahomes CJ Stroud maybe even CJ Stroud a little bit but he's there. And I think we need to, you know, talk about him as one of the better quarterbacks in this league. Um, better than Purdy, confirmed. We already knew that, but this this solidifies Zwick. it. Zwick, let's uh if you if you'd want to go in on this with me, let's extend the olive branch to Butsy here. Mm. Let's give him the chance to hop <laughs> on the Dak train, take it all back, admit that he's not terrible, admit he's better than Purdy, come on the train with us. This is your last chance. We will never do this again. I'll admit he's better than Purdy. I'm not getting on the train. Oh my! He's God. gonna fuck up, and when he does, I'm just gonna fucking laugh in your faces. Like, <laughs> like, did Dak get pressured on Sunday yesterday? Did he get pressured? I I understand that. He I'm sorry. I I, I thought playing. I thought he was at the fucking open gym. I mean that oh, <laughs> whatever. He's, he's, he's playing a game of catch with fucking C D Lamb. The guy C. was D. open Lamb. every every possession. I mean, all you gotta do is throw it to the spot, year. and it's he's there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but. He had five touchdowns, and that having anytime you have five touchdowns, it's really cool. So, yeah, it's cool. It's cool. It's cool. It's Do it really, in the playoffs. Do it in the playoffs. He doesn't get to play the Giants in the playoffs. Oh, oh, that's right. <laughs> that's, that's his problem. problem. That's right. He's got to play the Giants. That's his problem. Look, I'm in no way. Uh, I don't. 
I, I hate the Cowboys. I hate them just as much as the next guy. But I think the Dak slander has gone too far. And obviously, he's going to get slandered. He's the quarterback for the Cowboys. Remember how much Tony Romo got slandered and all that. But we'll see We'll see in the playoffs. But regular season heroes, for sure. Um, I think him and Lamar Jackson and Josh Allen, regular season heroes. That throw that he made off his back right foot when he was, like, falling down was just beautiful. Brock Purdy could never. I'm just being completely honest. I don't think he could make oh. that throw in his Actually. dreams. Okay. <laughs> All right. Dak Prescott right now is plus 4,000 to win MVP. He's 12th in voting. Purdy is 7th at plus 2,000. Just absurd oh, numbers. I know just what I'm absurd. talking about, guys. Guys, I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> you just you just accepted the olive branch. You can't do that. No, I did not accept the olive branch. I said he was he Dak is more talented than Purdy. Okay. No, he's he's better than Purdy. That's what you said. Uh I'm gonna take that back. He's more talented what? than Purdy. Oh my god. Oh my god. Better game god. manager makes uh less mistakes. Look at the stats, look at the history. Enough said. Oh, okay. I don't think I don't I I don't think he's I don't think he's as good. I, I think Purdy's better still. I've never seen a 180 like that in yeah. in real time. Well, I said he's more talented. Dak is more talented than Brock Purdy. Doesn't okay. mean he's better. All right. Zwick, do you uh, think the Cowboys are uh, going anywhere this year? It's really hard to say. I like because they just do this every year. Like, I want to say yes because They're obviously. Kind of bullies. Yeah, no, they are. And obviously they looked awesome. And even though they lost to the Eagles, I thought they played a lot better than I thought they would. But it's just like it's like this it's the Cowboys. Like they do this every year. Like they're, they're probably great in the regular season, though. Yeah. Dak looks so good in the regular yeah, season. Yeah, and they'll probably lose in like horribly traumatic fashion in the divisional to like the 49ers or like the I don't know, someone someone they Eagles. should yeah, or like no, the, no they should like they should uh, you they shouldn't beat the Niners. No, 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 they shouldn't. I take that back. I didn't mean to say that. But like they play like the Vikings in the playoffs, or like the like who else? Like the like the Lions. Those are teams they should beat. And I could so not beating them. So obviously I think they'll probably have like twelve or thirteen wins, but it's a different story come playoff time. Just like the Bengals, who will inevitably win the Super Bowl this year. Yeah, I'm not really a Cowboys believer, um, and I don't think their defense is as good as it was in the first couple weeks. But th- they might have like the largest margin of victory or like point differential. I don't know the stats, but I'm just looking at their schedule. Listen to these wins: forty to zero, thirty to ten, thirty-eight to three, forty-three to twenty, and forty-nine to seventeen. Those are five of their wins. They're just destroying the bad teams um and then you know they got smoked by the Niners but they not only hung with the Eagles but easily could have won that game so that's another team I just don't see going all the way but could certainly scare Philly or the Niners um in the playoffs all right what else do we have anything else I didn't we didn't watch the Sunday night game Jets Raiders it was awful so I'm glad we didn't watch it Josh Dobbs is still him Josh Dobbs fucks that guy fucks. It's awesome. I love also, watching him play football. Zach Wilson still bad at football. Confirmed. Yeah. Still bad at football. Still um, bad at football. Robert Jets should have got Dobbs. Huh? Dobbs. Yeah, they should have. If the Jets got Dobbs, they would probably make. Well, play they'd up. be they'd be right. Super Bowl contenders. <laughs> that Dobbs. defense and Josh Dobbs. Um, Robert Sala, a week ago, I think it was last week. I don't know if you guys saw this. Uh, reporter asked him why haven't they 
why 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 are you sticking with Zach Wilson? And Robert Sala goes, Yeah, you know, you, you got me. It's a good point. Oh, I didn't Man, see that. Like he's terrible. And yeah, it's really mean, bad. You don't it's have really, really, option. really bad. Like, like I would stick with Zach Wilson now, but I don't know why they didn't do something at the trade deadline when Dobbs is available and Kirk Cousins was available, I'm sure, before his Achilles injury. So just... by the way, I I think it's because they really believe that Rogers is gonna come back. Like they really, really believe he's gonna come back in December, mid-December, which is what Rogers said his timeline was. And but the thing is, they could easily be out of playoff contention by mid-December. Yeah. I like mean, they're that bad. They're they are that bad. Right now. And it's just like they have the Bills next week in Buffalo. Mid December. Lost to the Raiders. They're not a yeah. good team. Yeah, I, I the Raider uh, the sorry, so mid December is like four months away, right? What? So or four weeks away, sorry. So if they they could be three and seven. No, by they're the, four and five right now. They're four and five. Sorry. Yeah. So four and nine. Yeah. Maybe I mean, four and nine if Aaron Rodgers comes back. I think I think maybe they, five and eight. Have, you so, really want he's not Rogers coming back. back. He's there's no chance he's coming back. <laughs> and why do you not get rid of Zach Wilson? I just don't understand yeah, it. I, it I, makes I, no I sense to me. I mean, they have winnable games. Like they could beat the Texans. They could beat the Bills. Oh God, their schedule is hard. <laughs> Never mind. They don't have any winnable games. <laughs> their winnable game is Christmas Eve against the Commanders. I just don't know how you can rely on someone a 30 what five-year-old who just tore his achilles maybe is he older than that he's like 39 isn't he Who just tore his achilles yeah he's not coming back if he comes back he is severely hobbled he's probably like a worse version of the version we saw of joe burrow when he popped his calf um and i would think exactly He, he couldn't move it's really hard to play quarterback when you can't move really really hard yeah that's a fact. That's All right. A fact. Well, let's uh let's wrap it here. Thank you guys for listening. We will be back soon. Um, we'll try to get some betting in for you guys on Thursday. Um, go Pats. Lose more games. Get Caleb Williams. Peace. Go Bengals. Please.